body as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. We will declare the word of faith for material needs, wisdom and guidance, and financial health and minister health and healing to our bodies tonight. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Hebrews 11 and 1. Giving voice to the word is a form of prayer. Let's continue to be intentional about giving voice to the word. As we confess and affirm God's word over our lives, let's remain in expectancy for a harvest of the word manifested in our lives. Without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Hebrews 11 and 6. We pray for peace, victory, divine protection, and salvation in the following regions of the United States. That's Virginia, North Carolina, Oklahoma, California, South Carolina, Ohio, Texas, Maryland, Idaho, Pennsylvania, Washington, D.C., Iowa, New Jersey, Delaware, Georgia, Michigan, Missouri, Illinois, New York, Florida, and Louisiana. For the international regions, this includes Hawaii, Great Britain, Kenya, Canada, India, Philippines, United Kingdom, Singapore, Japan, France, Brazil, Germany, and Australia. And we pray for the peace of Jerusalem according to the word, Romans 11, 26, and 27. And so all Israel will be saved as it is written. The deliverer will come out of Zion and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Psalms 122 and 6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Believers, as we thank God for his divine protection daily, remember to release your faith in words according to Psalms 91. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him, meaning he will deliver cause to escape. I will protect him, meaning he will set him on high place, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him, meaning he will respond to, he will speak. I will be with him in trouble, meaning in affliction, in distress. I will deliver him meaning rescue, to bring into safety, and honor him, meaning to make him rich, strong, heavy with honor. With long life, I will satisfy him, meaning to have abundance in the journey, and show him my salvation, meaning let him see my deliverance and victory. That's Psalm 91, verses 14 through 16. At this time, believers, we are going to confess the word of God for wisdom and guidance and for material needs. And we will begin with wisdom and guidance. So if you have your scriptures, you may follow along or you may repeat after me. So let us begin with wisdom and guidance. Spirit of truth abideth in me and teaches me all things, and he guides me into all truth. Therefore, I confess I have perfect knowledge of every situation 
and every circumstance that I come up against. For I have the wisdom of God. I trust in the Lord with all my heart, and I lean not unto my own understanding. In all my ways, I acknowledge him, and he directs my path. The word of God is a lamp unto my feet. It is a light unto my path. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. I let the word of Christ dwell in me richly in all wisdom. I do follow the good shepherd, and I know his voice, and the voice of a stranger I will not follow. Jesus has made unto me wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Therefore, I confess, I have the wisdom of God, and I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus the anointed one, and his anointing. I am filled with the knowledge of the Lord's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I am a new creation in Christ. I am his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, the anointed one and his anointing. Therefore, I have the mind of Christ, and the wisdom of God is formed within me. I have put off the old man, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created me. I receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of my understanding being enlightened, and I am not conformed to this world, but I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. My mind is renewed by the word of God. Amen, believers. So let us continue to confess the word of God for material needs. Let us begin. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Christ has redeemed me from poverty. Christ has redeemed me from sickness. Christ has redeemed me from spiritual death. For poverty, he has given me wealth. For sickness, he has given me health. For death, he has given me eternal life. It is true unto me according to the word of God. I delight myself in the Lord, and he gives me the desires of my heart. I have given, and it is given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, and give unto my bosom. With what measure I meet, it is measured unto me. I sow bountifully, therefore I reap bountifully. I give cheerfully, and my God has made all grace abound toward me. And I, having all sufficiency of all things, do abound to all good works. There is no lack, for my God supplies all of my needs to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus, the anointed one and his anointing. The Lord is my shepherd. And I do not want, because Jesus was made poor, that I, through his poverty, might have abundance. But he came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. And I, having received 
the gift of righteousness do reign as a king in life by Jesus Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. The Lord has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant, and Abraham's blessings are mine. Amen, believers. According to Romans 1 and 17, it says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. So at this time, let us receive Mother Turner for financial health. Mother Turner? Thank you, Dr. Cope. Now, let's receive, release our faith and words for financial health. I am filled with the knowledge of God's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. His will is my prosperity. God delights in my prosperity. He gives me the power to get wealth so that he may establish his covenant upon the earth. God has given me everything pertaining to life and godliness, and I can possess all that God has provided for me. God is the unfailing, unlimited source of my supply. My financial income now increase as the blessings of the Lord overtake me. As I give, it is given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I honor the Lord with my substance and the first fruits of my increase. My bonds are filled with plenty, dispersed forth with new wine. I am blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed coming in, and blessed out. I am blessed in the basket and blessed in the store. My bank accounts and investment flourish. The blessings of the Lord overtake me in all areas of my life. The Lord has opened unto me his good treasure and blessed the work of my hand. He has commanded the blessings upon me in my storehouse and all that I undertake. The Lord rebuked the devourer for my sake, and no weapon that is formed against my finances will prosper. All obstacles and hindrances to my financial prosperity are now dissolved. I am filled with the wisdom of God, and I am led to make wise and prosperous financial decisions. The Spirit of God guides me into all truth regarding my financial affairs. There is no light, for my God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, the Anointed One, and his anointing. Now we will do prayer requests. We are praying for Pastor Richard and the Lennox family, Lisa and Eleanor Lamb, and Shirley, Pastor Willie Hall with True Love Ministries, Pastor Amy Baker, Temple of Wellness, Dr. Cope and the Women's Bible Sessions, Diggins, Junior Diggins, Acolytes, Youth and Young Adults, Pastor Timothy Eden, the Knight family, Sister Brenda Harris, Mother Roberta Cloyd, Beverly Barnes, Brother Bob and Mother Marion Turner, Bobby Turner, Kevin Austin, Terry Zeraflu, Simone Martin, Renetta Hicks, Robert Leonard, the Cloyd family, Nolan Clemens and family, Melvin Whitehead, Wallace Williams, the Ingram family, the Hunter family, the Falk family, the Pope family, the Rollins family, the Hall and Bullock family, the Rabel family, Sherelle and James Askew, Marshall Artis, Antonia and Savaris Pope, Montreal Thomas, prayers for Shanita Holloman, Wendy Crocker, 
local school divisions, surrounding colleges, faith partners, pastors, and men and women in ministry. Dr. Cope will give us health and healing at this time. Thank you, Mother Turner. As stated uh, by Mother Turner, we are going to confess now for health and healing. So you may follow along again or you may repeat after me. Let us begin. Jesus is the Lord of my life. Sickness and disease have no power over me. I am forgiven and free from sin and guilt. I am dead to sin and alive to righteousness. Jesus bore my sins in his body on the tree. Therefore, I am dead to sin and alive unto God. And by his stripes, I am healed and made whole. Jesus bore my sickness and carried my pain. Therefore, I give no place to sickness or pain. For God sent his word and healed me. No evil will befall me, neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. For you have given your angels charge over me. They keep me in all my ways. In my pathway is life, healing, and health. Jesus took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. Therefore, I refuse to allow sickness to dominate my body. The life of God flows within me, bringing healing to every fiber of my being. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I make a demand on my body to release the right chemical. My body is in perfect chemical balance. My pancreas secretes the proper amount of insulin for life and health. Growth and tumors have no right to my body. They are a thing of the past. For I am delivered from the authority of darkness. Every organ and tissue of my body functions in the perfection that God created it to function. I forbid any malfunction in my body in Jesus' name. Your word is manifest in my body, causing growth to disappear. Arthritis is a thing of the past. I make a demand on my bones and joints to function properly in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, that I have a strong heart. My heart beats with the rhythm of life. My blood flows to every cell of my body, restoring life and health abundantly. My heartbeat is normal. My heart beats with the rhythm of life, carrying the life of God throughout my body, restoring life and health abundantly. I command my blood cells to destroy every disease, germ, and virus that tries to inhabit my body. I command every cell of my body to be normal in Jesus' name, I make a demand on my joints to function perfectly. There will be no pain or swelling in my joints. My joints refuse to allow anything that will hurt or destroy their normal function. You have forgiven all my iniquities. You have healed all my diseases. You have redeemed my life from destruction. You have satisfied my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed 
as the eagle. You have given me abundant life. I receive that life through your word, and it flows to every organ of my body, bringing healing and health. I am redeemed from the curse. Galatians 3.13 is flowing in my bloodstream. It flows to every cell of my body, restoring life and health. My afflictions will leave and not come back again. Amen. We praise you now, Father, for these words of life of God, believers, to manifest in your body. Let's remain in expectancy for a bountiful harvest. We pray that you will meditate daily to deepen your relationship with the Father. According to Acts 13:47, it states, well, this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles that you may bring salvation to the end of the earth. So make him the Lord of your life this evening if you don't know him. I want you to pray this prayer with me right now. Let me say this again. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior this evening, I invite you to get to know him. I want you to pray this prayer with me right now. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Your word says, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I am calling on you. I pray and ask Jesus to come into my heart and be Lord over my life. According to Romans 10, 9 and 10. If thou shalt profess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth Confession is made unto salvation. I do that now. I confess that Jesus is Lord. And I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. Amen. So if you prayed this prayer with us, you are definitely born again, and we welcome you into the kingdom of God. The angels are rejoicing, and we rejoice with you. Please contact us if you need assistance finding a Bible belief and teaching ministry in your area. This evening, we have renewed our minds with the word, Romans 12 and 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Believers, out of our love for the Father, please join us. As we give our financial gifts muted to establish his covenant in the earth. On today is Giving Tuesday. If you haven't already donated your faith seed, please visit 
our website at www.mountmountministries.com for ways to give to the ministry. Let me repeat that again. The website is www.mountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmountmount
The Believer's Confession of Faith Facilitator for the month of December is myself, Dr. Andrea Austin Cope, Mother Turner, and Junior Deacon Ristine. Please text your prayer request to 757-774-8925 weekly, or you may see Junior Deacon Ristine or Mother Marion Turner. Again, that number is 757 7 Seven four eight nine two five, or you may uh, email your prayer request to mtolivefranklin at gmail dot com. Again, that's mtolivefranklin at gmail dot com. And also, you may see uh, a complete calendar or receive a complete calendar of events if you would like. So at this time, we're going to call on Mother Turner to close us out. Mother Turner? Thank you, Dr. Cope. Thank you for joining the Believer's Confession of Faith Weekly as we release our faith in words and expect the word to manifest in our lives. Until next time, Dr. Cope, myself, and Junior Deegan Risby, let's continue to grow spiritually know our purpose, and have a commitment to excellence. For we walk by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. At this time, let's welcome our pastor, Dr. Andrea Leonard, Bishop-elect of Mount Olive Ministries, for our Christmas series, Divine Alignment. God bless you. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Cope, this evening, and Mother Marion Turner. Thank you so much uh, for the spirit of excellence as you have facilitated the Believer's Confession of Faith. I want, also want to say thank you to our faith partners who join us on a weekly basis. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. And for those who joined us on last Tuesday uh, for our Christmas series, Divine Alignment. Believers, prayerfully, you began unwrapping your gifts if you had not started before last Tuesday. And I'm talking about your spiritual gifts as you are continuing to align your words with the word of God and to allow the precious power of the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us in unwrapping our spiritual gifts. Uh, last week, we ministered in reference briefly in reference to alignment. When we think of alignment, most of us uh, maybe think of the definition, uh, a position of agreement or alliance. When the body uh, is often misaligned, we talked about that we may possibly become sick. We want to make sure that we are pursuing God's plan for our lives. And I know we have the right people connecting because you're joining us on a monthly basis for the Believer's Confession of Faith. Many of you are also are participating in Maximize You on Sundays, and you're participating in some of our outreach ministry efforts in reference to uh, Dr. Andrea Cope. Many of you may be joining the women's Bible sessions and also participating in sessions with Temple of Wellness with Pastor Amy Baker or True Love Ministry with Prophet and Pastor Willie Hall. We want to be empowered tonight to trust our Father's word. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord. This is very familiar. We can quote it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways, in all of our ways, we should acknowledge what the word says and rely on the spirit life of the word to help us to make straight our paths. That we should not be wise in our own eyes, but we should fear the Lord and turn away from evil. 
Genesis chapter one, verse 26, just to review, uh, our father here, Elohim, our creator says, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So here, this reminds us as born again believers that we were in the mind of our father. It says, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So we were in the beginning with our father. Our father, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was over the face of the deep. As we unwrap our gifts, as we unwrap our gifts, we may be unwrapping our gifts tonight during this season in a dark place. It may be that we're in a dark season of our lives. And so even in darkness, we want to rely on the spirit life of the word to bring light, to lighten our path so that we're able to see how to unwrap, how to pull that bow, to unwrap, move the tape. It may be pretty paper. It may be old paper. We use an analogy tonight. But we want to unwrap our spiritual gifts. Here in Genesis chapter one, it says the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. God said, let there be light. And so tonight we want to rely on the spirit life of the word. That's a precious Holy Spirit to bring light to our situations. God saw that the light was good. He separated the light from the darkness. He called the light day, the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. In other words, he used the light and he also used darkness. So if we're in a dark place tonight, it could be that we're in a dark season tonight. It could be that we're in despondency, we're in despair, that we're oppressed, depressed tonight. Let's allow the light of the word to illuminate our recreated spirits and to reveal our gifts to us. Now, the, the word says in 1 Corinthians 15, 45, when we think about God's original intent uh, for man, it says the first Adam became, we reviewed this last week, a living soul, and the last Adam became a life-giving spirit. So that life-giving spirit lives on the inside of the born-again believer. The reference to Adam here is from Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, and the reference to Christ is due to the fact of what he had done and what he was doing in his manifestation as a divine redeemer. And he continues to work within us. Psalms 138 and 8 says he perfects that which concerns us. So when again, when we think about alignment, we want to think tonight that we are in a position, in a posture of agreement, a position of alignment with the precious power of the Holy Spirit. Now, Acts chapter 2, verse 38, also in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and 2 Timothy chapter 1 and Hebrews chapter 6, it references the work and power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit here is referred to the gift of our Father in these particular verses. Now, when we think about spiritual gifts, spiritual gifts, and we're almost done tonight, we're going to look now at 1 Corinthians chapter 12 in the New International Version. Now about the gifts of the Spirit, as a reminder this evening, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be misinformed or uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says that Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So we want to rely on the precious power of the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts. Just think tonight, unwrapping my gifts. I want to unwrap my gift tonight. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes our gifts. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in every one, it is the same God that is at work. Verse 7, now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through a Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge, 
by the means of the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between gifts, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and still to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to one, to each other, just as he determines. Now, just as the body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized one spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I don't belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. And so tonight, we want to make sure that we align our words with our Father's word, that we are relying on the precious power of the Holy Spirit to work within us. Verse, we're going to skip down to verse 27. Now you are the body of Christ. We can say that we are the body of Christ, and each one of us is a part of it. Our Father has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. All are apostles. Now, if we all were apostles, if we all were prophets, if we were all teachers, if we were all working miracles, if we all had the gift of healing, if we all were speaking in tongues, if we were all interpreting, okay? Now, that means we want to work together because not all of us may operate in these particular gifts. It may not be that we all have all of these gifts, and we want to rely on the precious power of the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us to unwrap our gifts tonight. So we reviewed our lesson from last week, unwrap your gifts. And tonight we want to close with, don't leave your spiritual gifts. <laughs> don't leave your spiritual gifts and your packages on the front porch. Don't leave your spiritual gifts as unopened packages on your front porch. Now, this is the Advent season, but it is also considered Christmas. Some of us may say happy holiday season, greetings. Many of us celebrate the birth of Christ. Now, many of us are also shopping in this season, so we can relate. We can relate. We may have Amazon packages. Somebody on here tonight is thinking, yep, my packages should arrive in the morning. Let's not leave our spiritual gifts as unopened packages on the front porch. Would we place an order and leave our packages on the porch? No, most of us have the apps downloaded on our phone. We can tell when the package arrives. Some of us have the ring lights, so we're able to see when the person drops the package off on our front porch. Now, I am also using tonight as a reference an article by Sarah Collins. Listen in. Remember as a kid when a commercial would come on and we would see a TV advertising, maybe the coolest toy, uh, the best fashion, something that we want. The flashy colors and happy kids on the screen were enough to convince anybody that this thing would make the best Christmas gift ever. But there was usually one line most of us seem to ignore, some assembly required. Now, Many times we want the package, but we really don't want to have to put it all together. We don't want to have to do that. 
Now, we want to allow again the spirit life of the word to help us unwrap our gifts. And so we should not leave our spiritual gifts and packages on the front porch unwrapped. We want to unwrap them. So we must exercise our spiritual gifts. And when I say exercise, we want to make sure that we understand that unwrapping our spiritual gifts takes exercise. We got to exercise our faith. Now, Hebrews chapter 11 says, now faith is, now it's present tense. This, this Christmas season, this Advent season, let's use our faith to unwrap our gifts. Use our faith to exercise our spiritual gifts. Now, we are promised spiritual gifts, and we just read that in 1 Corinthians from our Father. But perhaps we often need an instruction manual. I know for me, if it says assembly required, Andrea needs an instruction manual. Well, our Father has left us with an instruction manual. You know what it is. It's the Word of God. It is God's written Word, the Bible. And so it will, He's left us with the manual that we, we will be able to know how to unwrap our gifts. We have instructional manuals for things that we may order for our packages, some things maybe for our children, electronics. We may order this Christmas season. You may purchase. You need an instruction manual on how to use it. And so we want to rely on the spirit life of the word, which is our teacher. Somebody say he's my teacher tonight. The Holy Spirit is my teacher. So we are spiritually gifted people. Wouldn't you agree tonight? You are spiritually gifted. You are designed. You are designed to make a difference. You are designed to be a difference. And so we want to live life on purpose, live life on purpose. And let's continue to allow the spirit life of the word to teach us, to teach us to unwrap our spiritual gifts. And not, let's not allow those packages, those gifts that we have that our father has already given us. Now, we can receive a good gift and never unwrap it. I talked last week about I'm guilty of that. A lot of times I'll receive things during the month of December leading up to the Christmas season. Now say, oh, I'm going to save this for Christmas morning. So I'll have something to open. And oftentimes I may hide it from myself so that I'm not tempted to open it. And I have had times when I actually hid it from myself. Um, now, in our home, we have the Christmas angel. We have the Christmas angel. The Christmas angel shows up on Christmas Eve to bring gifts to our children. And so what we do as a family is we hide the gifts. We hide those gifts. And then early in the morning, me and my husband, we wake up early in the morning. And so when the kids wake up, we say, oh, wow, the Christmas angel has visited us. Let's see. Now, some of the packages may say from mom and dad. Uh, then we, we, we do secret. We, we have, uh, or we have uh, the kids, they do the Elsa or Santa, where, where they actually choose their, their names. And so they may have their names on packages, packages that have mom and dad, but then they have packages that say from the Christmas angel. What is it that you believe? Because we want them to use our, their faith. What is it that you believe that you want to have a manifestation? of in your life, that you believe that God will actually have this thing happen in your life, that will bring this to pass, that you will actually talk to the Father about what it is that you want, and then you want to use your faith, because we need our faith to unwrap our gifts. And so when we do that, in hiding the gifts, my point is there have been times when we hit the gifts, then on Christmas morning, we thought we put all the gifts out, and guess what? We didn't. And so later we go, oh, wow, we have some more gifts for you. The kids didn't know that mom and dad actually hid those gifts from themselves, from ourselves. And then we have to go back and retrieve the gifts. So you can receive a gift and not open the gift. OK, there may are there gifts that you have that you've forgotten about. Who am I talking to tonight? I believe that we have the right audience. Were there gifts that you had as a child? That you've actually forgotten that that was your gift. What do you mean it's my gift? Those are your, your talents, the things that you're good at. Have you forgotten that you were a good writer? That you used to write poetry? You used to keep things in a journal? Have you forgotten that? Have you forgotten that as a child you were a dreamer? 
You had goals and dreams and aspirations. Have you forgotten? Go back and ask the Holy Spirit, the spirit life of the word to reveal to you your precious gifts. Those gifts that he's already given us that we must unpack. We must our we must unpack. When in doubt, let's ask our father to reveal it to us. When in doubt, let's ask our father to reveal to us. What are my gifts? What am I good at? Where are my gifts? What areas of my life? What are my gifts? Where are my gifts? Where should I use my gifts? Go back and remember, when did I receive the gift? What am I supposed to do with this gift? How am I supposed to use this gift? And when am I supposed to use my gift? Ask the precious power of the Holy Spirit to reveal to us our gifts in this season. Be encouraged during this Advent season to not leave your spiritual gifts as unopened packages on the front door. Believers, unwrap your gifts. Thank you so much for joining us on a weekly basis and for our special Christmas series. Want to say join us on this coming Tuesday. Uh, we'll be back at it again for the Believer's Confession of Faith that will start right at 7 p.m. Our facilitators for this month is Dr. Andrea Austin Cope, also Mother Marian Turner, and Junior Deacon Risty. So join us next Tuesday. Immediately following the Believer's Confession of Faith, I will minister again. Uh, I will continue with the series Divine Alignment, and we will continue talking about unwrapping our gifts. Uh, we want to make sure that we are asking our Father to reveal our spiritual gifts to us, and we never want to leave our spiritual gifts as unopened packages on the front door. You may also connect with us this coming Sunday at 10 a.m. for Maximize You with yours truly. Thank you for those of you who've joined us and participated in all of our many uh, events this year in 2023. We have some exciting things uh, that will be going on in 2024. So as Dr. Cope and Mother Turner uh, spoke earlier, let's stay connected to the ministry. Stay connected to the ministry. Again, it is Giving Tuesday. It's Giving Tuesday. Uh, so this, you want to use this as an opportunity to be a blessing of this ministry ministry is a blessing to you. Consider being a blessing to this ministry. You may give again via Cash App uh, this evening. That's dollar sign M-O-U-N-T-O-L-I-V-E-1952. Again, dollar sign M-O-U-N-T-O-L-I-V-E. That's Mount Olive 1952. You may also give via Givelify. That's Mount Olive Holiness Church. And for Givelify, it's abbreviated is MT Olive uh, Holiness Church. Thank you again for joining us. For those of you who didn't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and you received him on this evening, you're now in fellowship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Please Text us 757-774-8925. We want to receive your uh, testimony of victory because we welcome you in the kingdom of God. Uh, many blessings continue to go on out each day. Maximize your believer's walk in the word. We walk by faith and not by sight.